Hi everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 12, Looking Up. Welcome, I'm your host Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a thankful member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we will be searching to find the happiest moments in every situation. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast today. Last time we talked about the wilderness journeys that can come into our lives and how even in the middle of these unexpected routes, we can learn to hold on to hope and look forward to the light that a new day's dawn will surely bring. So today, we're going to be talking about the gladness that can come into your life simply by looking up. When I was young, I remember my dad would sing right in the middle of everything. He was singing in the middle of the ball game. He was singing at work while he was insulating houses. And he would sing while he was throwing his hook into a fishing stream. And straight away, sometimes he would just burst into song walking down the hallway of our house. Wherever he would go, he would always have a song to sing. Throughout my life, I loved listening to my father croon the old melodies from his life. Note by note and song by song, he taught me. For almost everything you can think of, there is a song you can sing about it. And now, after the years have passed, whenever the sun breaks open a gentle new day, whenever the birds chirp above a blue-green fishing stream, when the rays of pink and orange tuck away another velvet sunset, in my lucky memory, I can still hear the sound of his voice singing his tunes, and my heart still smiles to hear him croon happiness from... Life is just a bowl of cherries, and memories from getting to know you, and gladness from one of his favorites, Mockingbird Hill. I will never forget the song. When the sun in the morning peeps over the hill and kisses the roses around my windowsill, then my heart fills with gladness when I hear the trill of the birds in the treetops on Mockingbird Hill. The memory of his songs and the songs I now sing in my own heart have lifted my days and have set my feet on a pathway forward so that in all of my day-to-day comings and all of my by-to-by goings, I feel lifted, grateful, and blessed. When I was little, I also had a few songs of my own stored inside my pocket full of music memories that I could pull out and sing whenever I needed a lift. Many days, walking the few blocks home from school, I would kick rocks along the way and sing. One of my favorites I learned in primary was, Sing Your Way Home at the Close of the Day. Sing your way home, drive the shadows away. Smile every mile for wherever you go. It will lighten your load. It will brighten your load. 
if you sing your way home. I love that song and sang it right out loud to the cows in the pasture as I would walk home from school. Another primary song that I treasured, maybe even more today than even as I did as a child. Its sweet cadences and melody remind me of my grandmother playing it on her organ in her little living room, and I find myself even now humming its melody and holding on to its message as I go about my day, even today. It goes like this. Whenever I hear the song of a bird or look at the blue, blue sky, whenever I feel the rain on my face or the wind as it rushes by, whenever I touch a velvet rose or walk by a lilac tree, I'm glad that I live in this beautiful world Heavenly Father created for me. When I loved that song as a child, I don't think I really knew the message of the rain on my face and the wind that would surely come into my life. But because of the song's permanent placement in my memory, I am more than glad that I live in this beautiful world in spite of the wind. And even through the rain, I have learned to look up to see the blue sky. I have learned to look up and listen for the song of a bird. I have learned to look up as I touch a velvet rose and as I walk by a lilac tree, because in all of the whenevers of my life, in all of the whatevers, and in all of the wherevers in my life, yes, I know Heavenly Father loves me. When you feel the rain on your face, Go ahead, look up. Wherever you feel burdened with a load of care, look up. Whenever you chance to meet a frown, look up. Whenever all around you is pushing you down, look up. Whenever life's billows have you tempest-tossed, look up. Wherever you get discouraged thinking all is lost, look up. Whenever you feel overwhelmed or incapable of doing what you are called to do, look up. Whatever your life may be, go ahead, look up. Elder Carl B. Cook told of an experience he had one time when President Thomas S. Monson reminded him to look up. He said, quote, At the end of a particular tiring day, toward the end of my first week as a general authority, my briefcase was overloaded, and my mind was preoccupied with the question, how can I possibly do this? As the elevator descended, my head was down, and I stared blankly at the floor. The door opened, and someone entered, but I didn't look up. As the door closed, I heard someone ask, What are you looking at down there? I recognized the voice. It was President Thomas S. Monson. I quickly looked up and responded, Oh, nothing. But he had seen my subdued countenance and my heavy briefcase. He smiled and lovingly suggested, while pointing heavenward, It is better to look up. As we traveled down one more level, He cheerfully explained that he was on his way to the temple. When he bid me farewell, his parting glance spoke again to my heart. Now remember, it is better to look up. End quote.
I thought about President Monson's message about looking up and wondered why it is better to look up. I think when we are looking up, that's when we are ready to receive. That's when we are ready to learn and grow. That's when we can move forward. That's when we can serve and continue onward. Looking up sets us higher with an outlook of can-do, a viewpoint from the bright side, and a position of positive possibility. What does looking up really do? Does looking up make everything in your life easy? No more rain, no more wind or storm? Does looking up change other people in your life to do what you want them to do exactly when you want them to do it? Does looking up erase the situation and press out all the wrinkles in what you hope to be a wrinkle-free day? Does looking up take away all pain and all sickness from your life and the lives of those you love? It takes faith to look up and hope and trust and courage. Looking up with faith in Christ, trusting in his power to help and heal, I receive strength and relief from the burdens and cares around me, whereby I am able to endure all things. Looking up sets my sights on the horizon and a world of opportunity that is out there waiting for me. Looking up helps me remember there is more than this narrow part of my world right now. There is more than where I am today. There is a loving Father in heaven in whom I place my problems, my worries, and my incapabilities. Looking up releases me into his arms, and then I remember I was never alone. I remember my life has a plan, and in God's will and in His wisdom, I will follow. Looking up allows my prayers to be sent, my pleadings to rise up to meet with His purposes, and then my desires and His plan have a place to meet together, and that's when I begin to understand and follow Him more. When I look up, I allow my steps to shadow his, and know this direction my life is taking has a purpose, and this purpose has a plan. In a book by Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, he teaches, The Savior could have said to us, Trust me, learn of me, do what I do. Then when you walk where I am going, We can talk about where you are going and the problems you face and the troubles you have. There may have been a day when in your life it may have seemed like you were walking into a room and all around you your dreams seemed shattered. But what you didn't know then at that time was that God loves you enough to intervene in your dreams only so that he can put your life back together and give you an even bigger dream, a better dream, his dream for your life and who you really are. God knows you. He loves you. He has a plan for you. 
He has sifted through this moment even before it has gotten to you. He has sifted through what's coming before it gets to you. Your job is to know him. Your job is to look up to him. Your job is to know he is God and you are his child. And that is enough. To understand what looking up will do to add lift to your life, I think first of all, it's good to think about what the opposite of looking up would do. What happens when we are looking down? When we are looking down, it's hard to see others. When we are looking down, it's hard to see what's up ahead. It's hard to see promised blessings that await. When we are looking down, we eliminate our upward options. When we are looking down, it's hard to see the joy in the blue-blue sky. When we are looking down, it's hard to feel the rain on your face. The adversary's plan for you is to keep you looking down. When you are looking down, your outlooks and opportunities are sightless. The views and hopes in your life may leave you visionless, and a way out may seem hopeless. The adversary would have you believe that there is no way up, and that you have no choice but to look down. It's not easy to always look up, but it is within your own power right now to choose the view of the world that is before you. Sometimes we might get stuck in patterns of only seeing the negative around us. We might have trained our brain in the past to notice only problems that need solving instead of opportunities that need following. Learning to look up will take practice and perseverance, but after the first look up, and then the second look up, and then another, you will begin to see more of what your whole life can be as you begin looking for the path of opportunity that will help you pick yourself up as you work to keep looking up. It's time to look up. Take a deep breath in and a long breath out. Look up. Inhale a silent sigh and a reverent hope. Look up. In every new step and in every new day and in every new way, look up. In the middle of tears and wishes and hopes, look up. Walking forward even in the rain, look up. Thank God for his blessings in sun and breeze and joy. Thank him for his love in rain and wind and test. What do you do now? Look up. Whenever you need to be lifted up, the lift will come in knowing who you really are. Whenever you hear the song of a bird or look at the blue sky, whenever you feel the rain on your face or the wind as it rushes by, whenever you touch a velvet rose or walk by a lilac tree, for all his creations of which you're a part, 
Yes, I know Heavenly Father loves you. What are you doing in your own life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar, and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life, even on those days when the string gets all tangled around your feet. You will be able to look up for the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We are going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life, in all situations that will help you keep your soul aloft. Be ready, because together we are out to find the happy. Thanks for tuning in today. Have a beautiful rest of your day and get ready. This week, you are going to be looking up. Bye for now. See you next time.